Happy winter. I'm Ronnie. And I'm Brian. And this is Snorkeling with Narwhals. On today's segment of Cart Talks, Our Weird Weeks, we're going to be talking about two stories that happened to us this week that... Uh, they're kind of strange. Yeah. Kind of bizarre. Tales of our shenanigans. So, so. this one really is cart talk because mm-hmm. it happened while I was at work, which again, for those who don't remember, I work at a food cart here at Penn State Baron. So one day, I was just rummaging through the cupboards like under... And this happened just this last week. Yeah, under under like my cart. And I noticed for the first time ever that I had little espresso cups. You know, because espresso, it's, it's supposed to be a small little dose. Right. And I never realized that. If someone ever ordered espresso, I'd just give them another, like, a big cup, and it would only fill up partially, you know. Right. They'd usually put it in something else. And I usually just, if I get espresso, I, like, fill it with most of the way with coffee and then put a little espresso in. See, that's what a lot of people do. And so what I did, because I got, I was curious, I, I, <laughs> I got a little shot of espresso, and I took a sip of it. And I'm going to be honest, like, it was the most disgusting thing <laughs> I have ever consumed in my entire life. And this isn't, like... Fancy espresso that you might get somewhere, like if you went this to somewhere fancy. This is literally just mix. This is just yeah, out of a like vending machine. Not that bad quality. It's pretty bad. It's like better quality, um, but no, I, I was like, this is the worst thing ever. And I immediately like dumped it out, and then I told my boss about it because I thought it was kind of funny, and she's like, you're supposed to mix it with something, generally coffee, or coffee, some people do hot cream. chocolate. I think if you mix it espresso with cream, it becomes a latte. Huh. And so it's like, all right, well, that, that may have helped. But I'm just like, if you had seen my face, like, it was, it was probably the-, <laughs> the worst thing ever. And, like, I know disgusting. I've eaten vegetables before. So, like, I know when something is That's gross. Really delicious. Some of them. Most of them aren't. But uh, so I know what gross is. Mm-hmm. And so I wish you could have seen it because I was just like. I was, I'd left literally like a half an hour before. So I just missed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was my story. That was that was pretty. That was pretty good. Pretty brutal. So, have you ever watched a movie where there's a junkyard in it? Yes. Uh, the one that came to mind when you told me that was Mystery Men. Mystery Men. I've never seen that one. With Ben I Stiller. I was thinking of. Um, is it the Sandlot where they they, yep. throw, they have the the, yeah, the ball? The, the ball goes into the junkyard behind their house. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I have an older car, and it's a 2000, which is weird that that's old. That's now. old. It's like yeah. 16 years old. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's pretty old, and every now and then I have to do some repairs on it, and that one of the seatbelts uh, was, like, falling apart and needed to replace. So I went to a junkyard to get it where they'll, like, they get the part for you and they'll bring it to you, and they ended up breaking it. So I went to another junkyard, and they gave me the option for, like, $30 less, go get it yourself. And I'm like, well, the last people broke it, so I might as well go do it myself. <laughs> so I went back there, and I kid you not, it was the most stereotypical junkyard <laughs> I've ever been in. It was muddy. It was dirty. I almost got crushed by a car. There was a dog, there too. Was, there was a dog. And it's not one of those dogs that's, like, big and, like, sleeps <laughs> around. It was this little dog that wouldn't shut up. It was running all around me. It kept nipping at me. It literally was nipping at my heels. It was biting my jeans. <laughs> Like the, the like the ends of my jeans, which is the stereotypical thing that dogs right. do as well. Well, but specifically like junkyard dogs are yeah. mean, yeah. and this dog was just mean. It was little, so like I wasn't actually like scared of it because it was only like this tall. Okay, maybe that was, it was like this tall. It was I don't know what kind of dog it was. I it just made you uneasy. It was like it made me a little uneasy. So I'm like sw- I have the seatbelt, which has like a big 
like the mechanism that's like in the back of the car. It was like so I'm like swinging it between me and the dog as like a deterrent, and it like runs around to the other side. So I'm like switching sides, hmm. and the dog just kept chasing me. It was it was a little frightening. But you did get the part. I did, and it was like there's broken parts of cards. There's literally it's not like organized at all. It's a little organized. There was like all, like I drive a Chevy tracker, and they were like all the Chevy trackers are like right in a row. That's not so it was a little yeah. organized, but like. Other than that, like they literally like just have parts laying in the back seat, the engines open. Mm. I saw inside of an engine for the first time, like the inside of the engine block. I'd never done that. That's cool. It was cool. That's cool. But yeah, so junkyards are scary places. Um, they're kind of cool. And I mentioned Mystery Men, which kind of leads us awkward segue into our next movie-based discussion about mm-hmm. how the best the best movie. Apocalypse, essentially. The best movie apocalypse. The best way that the world ends or is close to ending in a movie. So the the main movie that we were talking about, kind of between between scenes that deals with an apocalypse type event, was Independence Day, which they're making right. another one coming up soon. That's true. It's the it's the aliens called for backup, and their alien backup is finally arriving. No Will Smith though. But it has Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum will be in it. So your doppelganger. Yes, I love Jeff Goldblum, and I think I have kind of a Jeff Goldblum look, which we'll, we'll, we'll show we'll on the put screen. Put the picture of Jeff Goldblum like right here over my face. I don't know, like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like I just I kind of appreciate Jeff Goldblum's weirdness, and right. you know that that is a fun movie because it's so insanely over the top. Right. Like, if you think about it, and a great video to watch for this is Cinema Sins, Everything Wrong with Independence Day. Cinema Sins are great. They're great. Great great channel. But they make a great point about how there's a part where the dog, like, the family's dog, Mm -hmm. is, like, trying to run away from, like, these explosions, and it jumps into, like, an alley, like, a side alley, and the fire from the explosions does not go near the alley. It goes, like, straight. It just goes straight, and you're like, this is an alley. Like, there's air. Like, there's nothing blocking this fire from filling the alley. Well, I mean, it depends. Like, if it has enough momentum, maybe you could do that. I don't know. I don't know how fire works, but I think at some point it it wouldn't just, like, immediately, like, completely bypass that. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean... Like no movie has is no movie's perfect, but like no. talking about just apocalyptic movies, would you say that uh, Independence Day is your favorite apocalypse movie? And do you think you would survive that movie? I it's probably my favorite apocalypse movie, but okay. I will say that it is really generic when you boil it down to to like its basics. Like aliens come, aliens attack. Like apparently only American landmarks. And like big cities. Like yeah, but if you ever watch a British movie that's like this, yeah. they only attack British landmarks. Yeah. Because I've watched Doctor Who occasionally, okay. and it's always so weird that the only time they show Americans is cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, but I do not think I would survive the apocalypse. And this is, I, d- I would be terrible in an apocalypse. I'd, I'd be the guy like, ah! <laughs> I wouldn't make it. I definitely wouldn't. I can see. Yeah, I agree. Because I'm not as technologically smart as Chef Goldblum was in that movie. But there were there was the thing is though is you would just have to go to like Canada. I mean, the the aliens only attacked America, so you would have been fine. <laughs> well, Canada. no, there are other countries in it, mm. but the the main image that lasts is like when they destroy the capital. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, like I'm not a soldier like Will Smith, or like Harry Connick Jr. who's in it as a pilot. 
That's he true. didn't make it. <laughs> Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen this 20-year-old movie, Harry Connick Jr. dies. Well, people should go, you should go and see the movie and then go see the new one. Um, I'm not as smart as Jeff Goldblum. I'm not as just cool as the guy who plays his dad. Hmm. And I'm not as cool as the president, played by Bill Pullman. That was a good There's cast. a guy in it that looks like my uncle, though. That was a good cast. My favorite apocalyptic movie is a little bit more recent. Okay. Not by much. Um, Zombieland is a great, great post-apocalyptic movie. It's, I guess it's not apocalyptic, it's post-apocalyptic. It's post. It is witty, and I will give you it's that. It's very witty. The humor's good, and that's one of the big reasons why I like it. But I also like because... Um, it shows that like if something like that were to happen, it survival would be very much based on luck and being careful. Yeah. Because the main character, um, he's very careful. He's very careful, but he's also a lot like normal people. Mm-hmm. He's not like those things that you were listing, like the the people from mm-hmm. Independence Day. There, he's not a soldier. He's a college student mm-hmm. and a geek. But really. If there was an apocalypse, the coolest way for it to happen would be a giraffe attack. A giraffe attack. Just that's giraffes. just because that's how you want to go. If I have to die, I would like to be attacked by a giraffe. Either I don't know, like beaten by its neck because they like do that to, to the each point other. where when you're old and senile, you're just gonna go and like harass go to Africa and harass giraffes. <laughs> a giraffe reason. attack. Tell a giraffe attack you need to die. A giraffe attack. Anyway, what have we learned in this episode? Um, we have learned that giraffe attacks. Giraffe attacks it's is the way, the way he go. wants to go. Um, we both probably wouldn't survive a, <laughs> a zombie or a zombie any apocalypse, apocalypse really. on our own. If we found somebody yeah. who was like could help us, like yeah. if Jeff Goldblum was there, he could like be like, "Hey, yeah. I'll save you from the alien zombies." Don't drink espresso straight. And junkyards, are, junkyards are what you would imagine them to be. A scary place. So anyway, happy winter. Psst. It's not really winter, it's spring, but it feels like winter. Otherwise, have a good one. Snorkeling with Narwhals, Brian, Ronnie, we're out. (laughs) 